0: Hello, my name is Scott Garrison. You may remember me as Scott the Barber or just as Ron and Carla's son. I've been involved in our community since opening Scott's Barbershop on the southeast corner of 3rd and Main in 1998. Now I'm back in the same building as Garrison Financial. I started investing in my 20s. I invested through the dot-com crash and the Great Recession. I started caring for other people's money in 2018 and I truly enjoy sitting down with my clients, understanding their wants and needs as well as what keeps them up at night. Whether my friends just want me to invest a little of their savings or want me to work with their tax and legal professionals to strive towards optimal efficiency, we can do it all. I believe communication is key to helping my clients reach their goals. For if we are faithful over a few things, we shall be given more. Contact me at scott at soonerwealth.com. Security is offered through registered representatives of Cambridge Investment Research, Inc., a broker-dealer member of FINRA and SIPC. Advisory services offered through Cambridge Investment Research Advisors, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Garrison Financial and Cambridge are not affiliated. This communication is strictly intended for individuals residing in the states of Colorado, Nevada, Oklahoma, and Texas. No offers may be made or accepted from any resident outside the specific states referenced. Cambridge does not offer tax and legal advice.
1: If you build it, he will It's the City on Sports podcast with Aaron Cow. I throw balls far. You want
0: good words? Data language.
1: Talk real sports with a real man. Come after me. I'm a man! I'm 40!
2: And now, here's
1: the be-all, end-all, know-it-all of high school, college, and pro sports. Aaron Skinny-Calc with The Skinny on Sports. We're talking about practice, man. I'm the MVP! Good Friday morning out there, Western Oklahoma. Welcome to The Skinny on Sports right here on 98.1 FM. The Sports Animal. It's a Garrison Financial Friday. I haven't heard or seen Scott just yet. I don't know if he'll be with us today, but we'll tell you all about uh, Garrison Financial as we move along throughout the show. Coming up, uh, it's going to be high school basketball, uh, a lot of it, a lot of the show with the regionals getting underway yesterday, Class A and Class B in almost every location, just a couple uh, that weren't. We'll tell you some results. What's on tap today? 2A and 4A districts get underway today as well with a couple of local teams in action. So we'll talk about that. Uh, Todd McShay, I've been trying to get to this all week and just kind of haven't done it. Todd McShay's post-Spring, or I'm sorry, post-Super Bowl mock draft. So we can kind of look at that and see where things have been a little bit fluid. Also yesterday, something happened at Oklahoma that hasn't happened in years. And I mean years. What was that? We'll tell you that we'll, we'll tell you what that might have been, uh, and then man, listen, I know there's people out there that don't like golf or don't like Tiger or Rory or whatever. JT doesn't matter. Yesterday was cool as hell out at Riviera, way cool, and the way that thing finished, I mean, it was just like just had like the hair on your arms was standing up watching those three guys finish the way they finished yesterday. We'll talk about that as well. And whatever else is on you guys' mind, feel free to chime in. 225-9698 is the phone or the text line. That's 225-9698. Give us a call, shoot us a text. We can talk about any of those things. Whatever else might be on your mind, feel free to chime in right here. 225-9698. If you're going to be outside the listening area, a couple of ways to stay in touch with the show, log on to KADSAM.com, download the app. If you download that app, you've got it all. You've got the radio stations here in Elk City, you've got the Penny News, and you've got Big Elk and Paragon TV, which once again today will be wall-to-wall, jam-packed basketball uh, as the high school basketball playoffs roll on uh, this afternoon into this evening. And, of course, the Skinny On Sports podcast can be found on iTunes. Sometimes, but K-A-D-S-A-M dot <laughs> com every time. Uh, we post that daily on that website. Jared Atha, good morning. How are you? <clears throat> I am a wonderful. How are you this morning?
2: I'm well. I'm very well. Well rested.
1: Well, what, what time are your games? You got just one game. Is it three? Today? Yeah, yeah a, just three o'clock. Three or yeah. at Cheyenne? I thought that was right. I Over at remember. Cheyenne.
2: Not too far away.
1: Not too far away. How was the uh, trip down to Apache? Feels good if you're a Canute fan. They got a couple wins. Boys um,
2: bounced back from that district championship game loss and, and got a win over Snyder, um, which I mean I think is impressive because that Snyder team played six, seven seniors and one sophomore. So, um, so a very we talked about that yesterday. A very experienced team and in Canute. Didn't let that get them and, and um, played a good brand of basketball and um, shot the ball well, which was a key for me. It's always a key for me. They shot, started the game well and shot the ball well and um, held on. I mean, Snyder got it within three in the third quarter, and I thought, here we go. And they didn't let it rattle them, Knut. that is. And they would pull away and win it 66-47. to And uh, Jackson Beck, he's playing that – you're seeing this – you see this from good players; they turn it on at the right time. He's just a sophomore, but we know how good he is, and he uh, finished with 24 yesterday. He was my Robs Ranch Player of the Game. Uh, you know, he averaged about 17 and, a half and twice, even in the loss to Apache, he's eclipsed that, and um, so he's up in that average. And um, sh- again, shooting the ball really well and doing everything right. I I like he doesn't just rely on that three point shot. He's finding ways to get in the paint, and he's developed that little teardrop shot in the lane over the defense, and he can get to the free throw line, too, when he wants to. So, um, again, a very well, a very good um, afternoon for Canute, other notable scores uh, Yesterday, Keaton Winery with 13, Kyron with 10, and uh, Jake Nutson with 10. Jake Butler had a couple three-pointers, so it's real spread out. It's um, what you like to see. When they can do that, they're, they're hard to beat. I've always said it. When those guys can shoot like that, of course, when Jackson does that, but when he's complimented by his teammates, just like I mentioned, they are a tough team to beat. Canute girls, a little sluggish start for them. Um, it was a low-scoring first quarter for the longest time. It felt like it was staying in the single digits. Um, Canute's defense was there, but the offense started sluggish. And I think Coach with will agree with me, and I'm going out of a limb here, but they maybe gave a C-plus effort last night. Still came out with the win over a Hollis team that, listen – we all kind of rose an eyebrow when they beat Navajo and thought, whoa, what happened there? And then I was going back and looking at, well, they did beat Navajo last, or this past season two out of three times. So, you know, maybe maybe it was just that situation where they just match up well against that Navajo team. And um, then you mentioned the stat of, well, they turned it over so many times and still only won by one point. That's an anomaly. You can't do that against this Canute team, da-da-da. Listen, Hollis played well. They, they showed me. That they deserve to be in that game, but uh, that being said, Canute's defense—they it was there. They did. They kept their team in it long enough until the offense finally got off the bus. Uh, and that offense started with Jade Gray. She finished with 11 points, but she had eight of her 11 in the first quarter, and they needed it because uh, she was kind of like um, a jump starting the engine uh, with her with her uh, three point shot. Um, you know, when Kylie Smith was having an off night, she finished with 11, but only four of those came from the field. The rest came from the free throw line. Uh, she didn't have a made shot in the first half. She kept getting to the hoop and just kept, could not finish. It happens. Yeah. And um, so they had to find, you know, good teams find a way to win. Um, Canute did that, uh, even not, or playing not at their highest level. And they won that uh, forty five. 29 so it sets up a big game we'll start with the canoe girls on saturday night regional championship against surreal um they came in they got a win last night uh running away from Texoma. it was a six point lead for them going into the fourth quarter uh but uh coach macklemore's team is, is dynamic i mean they're good and it's going to take a, an a plus plus effort to have a chance to beat them and so i i expect you know um I expect a good matchup on Saturday night and uh, uh, over in Cheyenne. And today, the Canoe Boys uh, they look to continue their season, taking on Texoma. Texoma ranked tenth out of Class A. They fell to Surreal, but gave Surreal Boys a game uh, yesterday. And um, again, Canoe's going to have to play within themselves and um, and to uh, have a chance in that one. And I, I think they'll have a chance. So that one's at three o'clock. We'll do about two forty-five pregame on Trojan TV.
1: All right, so Class A boys area one, which is where Canute is at. Uh, you look at the, the winner's bracket games and the boys' side. Uh, Boone Apache got past Hollis, 49-43. The Tigers were pesky the entire night. Uh, Boone Apache was never able to put them away um, uh, for good throughout the evening. So uh, kudos to Coach Steinmetz and the Tigers uh, as they put up a heck of a fight on uh, Apache's home floor there in the first round of the regionals. But they end up... Uh, falling 49-43, so they'll they'll play tonight against Turpin at 7.30 over in Cheyenne as well. So uh, the boys' games there, as you mentioned, Knut and texoma at 3 o'clock, Turpin and Hollis will be at 7.30. Down in the other side of that uh, area, in the regionals at Geronimo and Caddo, uh, local interest Carnegie, the boys almost pulled it off against Wilson. Uh, they fell 47-45, to so Carnegie now uh, with their season on the line this afternoon against Rock Creek. Then Hydra Weekly season is over as the as Tushka, the defending state champion, knock out Hydra Weekly 63-55. Uh, so that's uh, kind of where that area stands as far as the boys' side in Area 1. In Area 2, uh, you had uh, Thomas Fay Custer's season end yesterday at the hands of Wayne. Uh, 52 looks like maybe 37 sneaking in behind there as the, Thomas Faye Custer's name's too big on that line on the bracket. It's hard. It's 37, 40-something <laughs> yeah. like that. But anyway, Thomas Fay Custer's season is over. Arapahoe-Butler, the Indians fell in the first uh, the winner's bracket. Regional Union City, Velma Alma Clip, them 55-48. Uh, so the Indians will play this afternoon, 3 o'clock, in Okarchi against Wellston. Wellston beat Canton yesterday, 61-45. So Arapahoe-Butler, season on the line today in the regional consolation bracket against Wellston. Uh, in those same two areas, but on the girls' side, as you mentioned, Canute Surreal will be the regional championship game, uh, with Canute beating Hollis forty-five twenty-nine. Surreal beat Texoma sixty-one thirty-seven. Down in the consolation bracket yesterday, Navajo knocked out 36 thirty-six twenty-four, so they'll play Texoma, and then uh, Turpin ran away from Burns Flat Deal City Turpin and Hollis, so that's going to be both both those games tonight. And uh, Cheyenne is going to be Turpin and Hollis, boys and girls. Six o'clock for the girls, seven thirty for the boys. Down in the other uh, regional, Hydra Weekly was knocked off by Warica. And so the uh, Lady Bobcats season on the line today against Rock Creek at 130. So that kind of sums up the local interest there in Area 1 of Class A. Area 2, you've got uh, Thomas Faye Custer moving on in the consolation bracket as they beat Southwest Covenant 40-30. to Thomas will play at 130 against Wetumpka this afternoon in Vanoss to keep their season alive. And then the Arapahoe Butler Lady Indians uh, knocked off Velma Alma 45-27. So Arapahoe Butler has a date with Okarchi Saturday night, 6 o'clock at Okarchi in that regional final. Um, and let's see, is that uh, Cordell season ended yesterday to Sterling 54-40. to So that's kind of Class A local uh, as far as the teams that are around here. In Class B, uh, Area 1, obviously – bunch of those games didn't happen you know when when we were on the air yesterday morning Arnett was going to play just push the games back Mm -hmm. we hadn't heard anything about Beaver well then a little bit later in the morning a couple hours after we got off the air we're hearing okay Beaver's not going to play and so at that point it makes sense for Arnett not to play too because here's the thing it doesn't do any good for those games and Arnett to happen yesterday because they're going to be waiting till Saturday anyhow yeah, because they don't have opponents. They
2: don't have opponents. That's right.
1: <laughs> you know the the teams that move on in the consolation bracket or the teams that lose in the first round or, or the winners bracket of regionals are going to look up today and go, "Where are we at?" We'll Nobody's get, there. We don't know. Yeah, we don't know <laughs> we yet. Gotta wait. So they both were pushed back a day, same game times as originally scheduled. So what that means <sighs> is, uh, like up, up at Beaver, you'll have Leedy and Visai at seven thirty on the boys' side. Leedy and Tyrone at six o'clock on the girls' side. Uh, obviously, those are Paragon TV games. Um, and then Arnett will also uh, play – oh, where did they go? Da, da 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 Balco Goodwell, let's see, that's on that side. The uh, girls, it's Arnett. And who do they play? Who do they play? My mind is uh, Goodwell. So it's Arnett and Goodwell at 6. That's in Arnett. Leading in Tyrone at 6, that's in Beaver. Uh, you know, and the winners of those two will be in the, the regional title game on Monday. So what they're going to do is they'll play today – so it'll be a Friday, Saturday, Monday for the uh, regional there that's uh, in Arnett and Beaver, uh, the main site being Beaver after today. Uh, so the, the game times don't change. The day just changed uh, for those schools. Uh, some other uh, – in the other dist- or the other regionals of that area that did get played yesterday, Lomega, Class A, our Class B number two, rolled Calumet 84-42. to 42. So Lome- Lomega and Dover is the regional title game. On the girls' side, on the boys' side, it was the opposite. Calumet rolled up Omega and Calumet will face Kremlin Hillsdale on the boys' regional final game. Those are being played at Fairview, uh, coming up on Saturday. The other area, area two, on the boys' side, it'll be Duke and Sentinel up in Hammond Saturday night at seven thirty for a regional title. Duke uh, ran past the Hammond Warriors seventy to thirty two. Sentinel and Granite might have been the game of the night in this area. Sixty-three, sixty-one, as the Bulldogs crept past the uh, Granite Panthers.
2: We had a feeling about that. One. We, we
1: we talked about it yesterday, thinking that was going to be a good game, and it was down in yep. Mountain View. So Duke and Sentinels, a regional title game tomorrow night on the boys' side. Down, so now down today. Consolation tomorrow night in Hammond, right? Uh, yeah, in Hammond. That's yeah, uh, seven thirty in Hammond.
2: I'm racking my brain. How fast can I get the Hammond <laughs> from Cheyenne after the girls' game? I might get there by half.
1: So we've got. So we've got. Um, in Hammond today, boys' games, Tipton and Granite is an elimination game. Tipton uh, knocked out Corn Bible yesterday, 56-39. That'll be a 3 o'clock game. And then Eric uh, beat Mountain View Goaty yesterday afternoon, 35-33. So the Bearcats move on. They'll face Hammond tonight at 7-30. Those are, those are boys' games. Girls, it'll be Hammond and Sentinel on Saturday night in the regional title game as Hammond ran past Duke 75-22. Sentinel topped Mountain View Goody Bow 35-27. So Hammond and Sentinel, 6 o'clock Saturday night up in Hammond for the regional title. Uh, down below today in consolation action, you had Sweetwater knockout Tipton 45-22. So Sweetwater faces Mountain View Goody Bow at 130. And then the Eric Lady Bearcats kept their season alive yesterday, 33-13 over Granite. So to be Eric and Duke at 6 o'clock up in Hammond. All those games there in that area are up in Hammond. Uh, anything else from around the state that caught your eye?
2: Uh, not really. I mean, I was obviously, honestly, just watching the you know what would affect my schedule and, and our local teams. Um, you mentioned Thomas Faye Custer Girls. They've they've kind of turned into my dark horse. I don't think I put them in. I know I didn't, but after I you know I've seen them once, a couple times over there at the West Central, able to catch a couple of their games and. They got a lot of size in their athletic, and I, I had a feeling they could they could put a run together here.
1: Oh, man. well, I'm sorry. <clears throat> yeah, Coach Petrie, I, I, you know, he's He's got, like, what did I say? <laughs> <clears throat> no, I just saw a tweet. What is wrong with the NBA? Well, where do we they begin? They are so sissified. <laughs> where do we begin? I mean, I'm serious. What would... What, you know, All-Star Weekend starts tomorrow night, All-Star Saturday night, and then the game... What was the most fascinating thing about this weekend to you?
2: Um, Honestly, uh, who would play, but um, I don't know, maybe the dunk contest. I don't know. That's kind of gone away. For um, me,
1: it's not even close. It was picking the teams live.
2: Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. They'd, and then who would be last? They'd do a... They're going to yeah. do a live pit. I mean, just like yeah. you're on the playground, right? Yeah. Do they line them up against the wall and I, go? I'll take Joey. I'll, <laughs> yes. I, I'll take Bill. That's exactly what was going to happen. Give me KD. Wait, KD is a captain, isn't he? I think so. Yeah. Well, anyway, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was going to be great. Yeah, yeah. To do it live on, live at well, the. Let me guess. It's going to be like pay per view or no?
1: Even worse.
2: You have to watch it on Twitter.
1: Adam Silver, with his sissy attitude. <laughs>
2: yeah very much so has
1: changed to avoid the nba is looking to avoid to avoid a quote unquote last picked situation in the all-star draft this year per tnt so now the all-star captains will pick the reserves first then the starters <laughs>
2: meow what a wuss
1: meow what a
2: wuss not with the w though meow my god (laughs) hey i got an idea no one's gonna watch anyway but for those who might be watching how do we turn them away
1: here you go i mean that was the whole fascination with the all-star game let's see him let's see i want to see i mean we all know who's going to be picked last right because it's the All-Star – I mean, because of what how the All-Star game is played, the it, MVP was going to get picked last. Nobody wants Joker in this game. This is for the guards and run up and down the floor. Oh, uh, yeah, You know yeah. what I mean? He's I, I not effective in like, this game. Why
2: wouldn't we want the best player? You, but you're not in this but, one.
1: No, no, because
2: they – yeah, I heard that dis- – that's why I said who would play. You know, why would even the big guys want to well, play in this Joel game?
1: Well, Joel Embiid, after yesterday, kind of basically said – my foot hurts a little bit. I don't think I will play. I don't blame them. I don't even. I don't blame them one bit.
2: This game doesn't mean anything. And you're right. I mean, there's going to be no defense. Over 400 points going to be scored.
1: I mean, how fragile do true. they think these guys' egos are? They're the damn uh, all-stars. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. And you're worried about hurting their feelings? That's what it is. Worried about, about hurting their feelings. Instead of a, a- I mean, that would have been such an awesome watch, just to see oh man, I' miss- Let's see the reaction of when it's down to two, yeah, yeah, and how happy the one guy that gets picked is and how sad the guy that gets right. picked that doesn't get picked, and just you know we've all seen Whatever. it happen, heck, a bunch of us probably have been that guy oh all the time, all you the know? time,
2: yeah, and what did I do? I'll show them
0: watch
1: this,
2: watch this, I'm gonna go out there. Make it rain! Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah just the, that is so the, the sad. world we anyway, live in.
2: All-Star Games, come on. Are we really excited about it? I don't care. I'm not watching. I'm not tuning in. I wasn't excited
1: about the game, Nobody, but I wanted to see no, it. But this was yeah, the one thing.
2: I, it was exciting to me. All-Star Games as a whole, every level is just
1: be turned, meh. They also <sighs> fired in a guy that's shooting 34% into the three-point contest instead of our boy Isaiah Joe, who's leading the league in <laughs> three-point shooting. <laughs>
2: Let let me guess from a large market.
1: Uh, You're right. The Uh, Knicks, Julius Randle. I mean, Julius Randle just screams three point contest, right?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Instead of you know the guy leading the league in three point shooting, doesn't matter. It's Julius Randle. People
2: go. And here's the deal.
1: I don't even care if I don't even care if he wins. It's still a horrible choice. Yeah, yeah. It's a horrible choice. There's
2: more deserving. Yeah, you More know, like
1: for instance, the game. guy that's leading the league in three-point shooting.
2: Yeah, well, there's prime so, example. Yeah, good speaking example. of
1: speaking of three-point shooting, see what happened last night. Uh, I mean, no. Probably not because you were busy. No, I was hooked up. What's up, uh, what? buddy? Healed. Oh, buddy. He broke the all-time Indiana Pacers single-season three-point makes record.
2: Now that's a three-point shooter. Yeah.
1: Of 230 makes, uh, you know who held that record for the Pacers? who would that be oh my gosh come on there's only one choice
2: grant uh hill no 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 no. uh who reggie miller reggie why did i say grant hill i don't know i don't know what i'm thinking i thought reggie miller
1: yeah reggie miller yeah how crazy is that that he broke that
2: he been wearing a pacers uniform
1: buddy he got traded there last year he was in the uh sabonis deal
2: yeah and tell me the record again 200 Those,
1: single season makes season, from, single season makes yeah, gotcha. I, that, that trade happened what in the middle of the year last year so this is his first full year there first I full think. season there
2: Listen, anybody has him on a team he, he's a contributor he, I, he's been a nice
1: pro if you look at if, if you look at like fastest to make a certain amount of threes in, in nba history uh-huh Which is kind of shocking because he gets lost in the shuffle. But there's only two names on any of those lists. Curry. Curry or Heald. Or Buddy Heald. Wow. And he's got, really, Buddy's got kind of the the early ones. Because if you remember, Curry didn't play a whole bunch because he's, I mean, a lot of people thought he was Mr. Glass because of his ankles. Yeah, yep. And then once he got that figured out, that's when he really exploded. So he, like, catches up in the, you know, Mm -hmm. as we get going here. But, yeah. Yeah, he's been a he's been fantastic. I got a question
2: for our listeners on the text line.
1: What is it? You just got you you're assessed a five minute timeout for not knowing Reggie Miller uh, it, on the text I, line.
2: Honestly, yeah, well, I deserve it. I his I don't know why I thought his face popped in my brain and I just got the wrong names. I do that all the time. Um, I need. To, I know we have faithful listeners. Who live between Hammond and Cheyenne? What's the best backroads route (laughs) (laughs) so I don't have to go all the way up to Strong City and over? I know there's a route. I'm looking at a map right now.
1: You know, we would go back with my father-in-law. Which, by the way, speaking of... Did they
2: call that Kiowa Road off of 34? You know...
1: I know where that road is, too. Okay,
2: I think there's a way to get to that road from Cheyenne to when get cheyenne you had, you from head there straight out of west i mean you leave the high school on that road and you, uh, uh, cheyenne school uh-huh. go straight west it, you kind of have to take a couple of right turns but you pop out right there on that Kiowa road i just want to make sure i'm looking at this right
1: anyways flat top road Kiowa road Kiowa cemetery road go so to the everyone, hospital and go east so that's what what everyone's, what you, saying? Yeah. everyone's saying that okay. two miles south of hammond yeah
2: that's what i thought i just want to make sure I got it right. It's been a it's been a minute since I've taken that route. I've done it a couple times, few times.
1: See, we would uh, we went a little bit further north when uh, my father in law lived in Hammond, and we would go out west from there. It probably wasn't the ideal way to do it, obviously, since everybody immediately said <laughs> the way you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, speaking of my father in law, happy birthday! Uh, 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 happy birthday, Jerry Dean. <laughs> It is his birthday. Also, you know what today is. It's. The, I told my wife this. It's two-year anniversary of a true legend leaving this earth and a legend in his own mind leaving this earth. Do you know who they are? Uh, no. Rush Limbaugh and Chuck.
2: Is it, has it been two years? It has. Wow.
1: It has indeed. Two years to the day. It's a lot more fun doing the show today than it was 2 years ago about this time. I'm he, just going to tell you.
2: He, I I miss his interjections there when he would when
1: correct he correct us. When he would tell when he would tell me I'm wrong. Is that what <laughs> yeah, you mean? I would say correct us. Not- no, how about you flip a burger, bro? <laughs> <laughs> Make a biscuit. How about how about a sausage uh... biscuit there, Chuck? Surely somebody needs one <laughs> instead of correcting me. He never corrected you. Did you ever notice that?
2: Um are
1: you sure? You'd have had to, you had to say something real bad for him to correct you. He was too busy correcting
2: me. It <laughs> probably started with you, and then he was like, oh, he, Jared will get the message.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he, he can infer. He'll he can it infer out. that he, he's smart enough to figure out he's wrong so he won't agree. <laughs> something like that. <laughs> something like that. All oh, right. Boy. Hey, it's Garrison Financial Friday. Uh, Scott at Garrison Financial. Uh, down at 124 North Main Street here in Elk City. Uh, they do full financial planning. Uh, he also, he, he's talked a bunch about this lately uh, when he's been in here. Shops the open market to bring the best value on your life insurance and investments. He's, he's been doing a bunch of that stuff, kind of changing around life insurances to meet the needs of what his clients are, or what, the, what his clients need. Scott at SoonerWealth.com is his email address. 124 North Main is how you go visit him right there on the quarter of main and third street we'll take a break when we come back kind of what's going on today in high school hoops on the paragon network we'll also hit the todd mcshay post super bowl mock draft and you know good and well we're not getting out of here without me talking about tiger woods tiger tiger woods y'all Garrison Financial Friday right
0: here on The Sports Animal. Hello, my name is Scott Garrison. You may remember me as Scott the Barber or just as Ron and Carla's son. I've been involved in our community since opening Scott's Barbershop on the southeast corner of 3rd and Main in 1998. Now I'm back in the same building as Garrison Financial. I started investing in my 20s. I invested through the dot-com crash and the Great Recession. I started caring for other people's money in 2018 and I truly enjoy sitting down with my clients, understanding their wants and needs as well as what keeps them up at night. Whether my friends just want me to invest a little of their savings or want me to work with their tax and legal professionals to strive towards optimal efficiency, we can do it all. I believe communication is key to helping my clients reach their goals. For if we are faithful over a few things, we shall be given more. Contact me at scott at soonerwealth.com. Security is offered through registered representatives of Cambridge Investment Research, Inc., a broker dealer, member FINRA, and SIPC. Advisory services offered through Cambridge Investment Research Advisors, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Garrison Financial and Cambridge are not affiliated. This communication is strictly intended for individuals residing in the states of Colorado, Nevada, Oklahoma, and Texas. No offers may be made or accepted from any resident. Outside the specific states referenced, Cambridge does not offer tax and legal advice.
2: The Skinny on Sports. It's in the
1: Welcome back, Skinny on Sports, ninety-eight point one FM. The Sports Animals. Garrison Financial Friday. Scott unma- unable to make it today. That's always uh, oh, kind of miss missing. Well, you miss him when he's not here. It is tax season. It's getting there. I
2: mean it's I mean he's probably probably a little busy. I, I don't I'm not I'm gonna give him a pass on this one. And he mentioned all that in and, and there's a nice little folder we have on our in our uh, breakfast bar in our kitchen that I was supposed to grab and <laughs> yeah. take in today and uh-huh. I totally forgot. Totally forgot. Allie just threw her pen. I can hear it from here.
1: <sighs> Way to go, Jared.
2: <laughs> I don't know if I have time to go all the back. House and get it today. No,
1: we have to worry about that.
2: It's fine. It's all in order on Monday. It's going to be easy. It's fine. It's all right.
1: Speaking of that, uh, speaking of tax season, uh, Scott Garrison at Garrison Financial uh, will work with your your accountant to streamline all the tax ramifications, the tax returns that need to be filed. Uh, he'll also manage your investments. Or if you're one of those folks that kind of likes to dabble, kind of likes to. Uh, Take charge of your plan. They'll charge you hour, hourly to build you a plan. Then, from there, you can manage it yourself. So they'll build it for you, and then you can manage it and see uh, the flow of everything that way. Scott at SoonerWealth.com is his email address. 124 North Main, right here in Elk City corner of Main and 3rd. I guess that would be the south or north. What? No. Southeast corner. Of Main and Third. Is that how that works? South, southeast. It's on Isn't this it, side. It's on this side of Third, right, and it's on that side. Yeah, southeast.
2: That makes sense. Yes, I right. look at the corner. Yeah, I. I, don't know, I got man. I'm all kinds of turned around today. You know why I'm in a really good mood? When I left yesterday, I felt like straight up dog poo.
1: I heard you mention that you weren't sure if your voice was going to make it.
2: I could feel it, right. And I thought, oh my goodness! And so I, just driving home, thinking, oh, I'm gonna get sick. I'm getting sick. Not again. Not now. And I woke up this morning, feeling okay. Still a little cough. You probably heard it, but it's not like my throat was on fire when I left yesterday. And I woke up this morning, so I'm, I'm in a good mood.
1: Did oh. you take any medication?
2: Uh, yeah. This morning or when I got home. Either or. Uh. I waited till this morning because I have this 24-hour allergy pill, and I assume that's what it is because of those high winds a couple of days ago. I'm hearing tree pollen is a thing right now. It's really high, so I guess that's it. I'm almost 40. Um,
1: Are you a man? <laughs> I'm
2: feeling the effects, but I took this allergy pill this morning, and I've done that, and I've been and Yesterday, I was drinking those emergency things. Mm-hmm. I was putting mm-hmm. in balls of water, shaking them up, and I drank like two of those yesterday. So I've been just trying to take care of myself because I do not want to get sick at this time of year. Do not want to. I don't have the text line up. Not so a
1: sure. man yet. Not, not a man
2: yet. All right.
1: Getting close though, Jared. His
2: gray hairs will tell you otherwise.
1: <clears throat> Hang in there. <laughs> Hang in there for, what, five more months. You'll get there. Will there be a party? That's up to your wife. This is one of those important numbers that –
2: there It is, right? I mean, 40 is a big number. Whiskey and honey. You know, how about just whiskey with honey already in it? I know they already make that.
1: American honey is one of those.
2: It's like you can go get it at our friends over at LaDonna's. You can get...
1: It's true. Anywho. Anywho. So, take... <laughs> Never mind. I better not even go there. Okay. Back to... <laughs> Where we were headed. Um a couple of things today. Where were we headed? That we didn't mention. We we ran down A and B and what's going on today. Uh broadcast schedule wise, let's think about this here. A Butler. <clears throat> Arapahoe Butler will be uh Boys at three on Paragon TV. We said who they played earlier. I can't remember. Wilson? No.
2: See, this is how hard it is to keep up with all this. That'd be cl- uh,
1: that's too. Uh- Wilson. I don't think it was them. It's not Wilson. I'm sorry. I. T- am <laughs> sorry. Any Wilson. any opportunity I can give you to play that clip, Wilson. right? Is this I'm gonna sorry. be like if it was Wilson and Arapo beat him out? Sorry. Do you think they'd be doing this? But <laughs>
2: <Wilson!
0: laughs> well, that's from a guy
2: who Wilson. loved his companion. Wilson! I don't think.
1: I don't think that's what would happen. Wellston. Wellston, that's it. I was close. <laughs> <It> was cl-
2: <laughs> that is actually pretty good for me. <laughs> Wellston.
1: Okay, so that's three o'clock, correct? I have to pull this all off. Yes, back that up. is three o'clock. Yes. You're playing at three o'clock, Canute versus uh Texoma. At night over in Hammond is when Eric uh will play. I'm going to pull that up. It will be Eric and Duke on the girls' side, and it will be Eric and Hammond on the boys' side. That's 6 o'clock at 7.30, Paragon TV Games. Hollis. The Hollis Lady Tigers will play at one thirty, right? Same time as you. No, no, no. They're – no, no, they're no, they're the night games. They're the night game against Turpin. Came, that's right. They the were winners. both winners. They yeah, were, they were both winners. That's right. Right. So it'll be Hall, <clears throat> excuse me, Hallison Turpin, six o'clock and seven thirty, over in Cheyenne. And then who was playing before you? Navajo and that's right, Navajo,
2: Bingaroni. Navajo got the W, so they're playing at one thirty,
1: and they will play uh, Texoma. Texoma. That's right. Is that everybody that's playing today. Oh yeah, leading them. Leady. Well, they'd start, yeah. Leedy starts regionals. Leedy and Tyrone at 6. Leedy, boys, and Visei at 7.30. Then also we've got district action starting in 2A and 4A. Merritt and Sayre out at Merritt, 6 o'clock and 7.30. And then I will be up in Woodward for the Elkats and the Big Elks against the Lady Boomers and the Boomers. That's a 6 o'clock and a 7.30 there. Also for your viewing pleasure with your own eyes. You can't see this on Big, on Big Elk TV. But as it warms up the uh the through this morning, you know what's starting today? Maybe the most anticipated season of Big Elks or of, of Elk City Sports. One of the more anticipated seasons.
2: Are they starting some baseball today?
1: Scrimmage today against El Reno. Noon. Here? Here. Right down the street. Well, why not? By the way. And here's the deal. Check out that. If you don't want to watch the baseball, go check out the scoreboard. That's where I was going <laughs> to go.
2: That scoreboard is sweet.
1: It is nice. So Big Elk Baseball gets going. I think there's Varsity and there's JV. I bet scrimmage. they wish
2: they were on the road. Those new buses.
1: New buses are headed to Woodward tonight. Oh, the, oh, okay.
2: Yeah. That's what I saw. They're
1: going to roll up in style. Chickasha also for something. I wonder what's at Chickasha.
2: I'm sure there's some I've seen that
1: on Facebook. I'm sure there's something. Oh, I bet it's regional wrestling. At Chickasha. Cool. Regional wrestling is today, too. We mentioned earlier this week, Well, let's do it again. Uh, for the second time in her three-year career so far, Madison Holiday has qualified for the girls' state wrestling tournament next week. She second did, she second did, time. Second time. She qualified as a freshman, and she qualified as a junior. I think she's in the 110 weight class. That's awesome. So congratulations to her. That's great on uh, making her way into the state wrestling tournament on the girls' side. Did oh, we
2: figure out now? Obviously, not the first time a, a girl has made the state, but is she the first elk at. It to was her,
1: this? her, and I can't remember the f- Odom was the last name. Okay. Same year. Okay. I can't remember. Oh, well, gosh. congratulations sir. her. Coach Hunt told me, and I wrote it down, and I cannot remember. Uh, back that's the, two years ago. They were the ones he could remember.
2: That's quite an accomplishment. That's that is. pretty cool. It's awesome.
1: Very good stuff. Pretty cool. Okay, Jared. Let's get into this Todd McShay mock draft. Let's do it. Have you
2: looked at it? Uh, yeah, I, I glanced at it. have okay, some so questions, you, and I wrote them so down. You so you kind of know
1: the answers to these questions then.
2: I kind of forgot my questions. though. For, I had questions, but uh, for local rooting interest. Go ahead.
1: Four first round, or four quarterbacks, excuse me, in the top 10. Hmm. I can't wait to see, it. like, if you have a question about this draft, overall, just, just, a, it doesn't matter if it's a team, if it's a player, if it's whatever, what would be the, the one question you can't wait to get answered?
2: Uh, will there be a running back taken in the
1: first round? Oh, I don't think there's any doubt.
2: Okay, but I mean, we, because of what, how we how right. we approach running backs nowadays, the the shelf life is is minimal. Are they worth a first round pick? Are, is it? Are they worth first round money? The is there a guy? Is, is there a guy that is deserving of that in the first round? And how desperate is somebody going to be to take them?
1: Well, here's what's even worse to me about the first. What if you hit on him? Well,
2: then you got to pay him.
1: I know, and that's not what you want to do.
2: It could be a, it could be a Zeke situation. You felt like you hit on him in the first round. You paid him, and look what you it messes got. Messes up now. your cap. Yeah.
1: My question, my the the one thing that I can't wait to see what happens is, what does Chicago do?
2: Yeah, yeah, we talked about that earlier. What does Chicago do? Yeah,
1: what do they do with that pick? Because that that number one pick, when you look at the way that it sets. Houston at two, Indy at four. You wonder about Seattle at five. Do they trust Geno? You know, Detroit at six. Do they are they settled with Goff? Vegas now at seven after cutting Derek Carr. Atlanta I think it's
2: clear in what their direction is. Yeah, I mean, yeah, what their intentions. You know, are.
1: Atlanta drafted Ritter a year ago. Carolina is at nine. So what I'm telling you is there's a bunch of those teams that you would think they'll be looking for quarterbacks. And how sold is Chicago on either Justin Fields or maybe one of these other guys?
2: I think they're going to stick with Fields. I do too. So what you're asking is are they going to trade it?
1: I, I don't see how they don't if they're sticking with Justin Fields. I think they're very pleased with Fields. But what can you get more for? Uh, what
2: do you mean for the first round?
1: I mean, if you were going to make I mean? if you were going to make a trade, could you get more back for Justin Fields or more back for the first pick in the draft? I see what you're going.
2: So you mean hold on to the one and trade Fields and? Well, if
1: you if you do that. What what would be the bigger him and then or or could you or could you hold on to Fields trade the first overall pick what would get what would get you more assets back so
2: I guess to answer that question you got to ask yourself is there a quarterback in this draft that's a surefire can't miss got to take him no matter what kind of guy
1: it doesn't seem like it
2: so why trade away your guy that's shown you something well Fields I think has shown Chicago enough.
1: But what if it gets you more? I understand because, yeah. because of that. You know yeah. what I mean? I just mean I,
2: like the risk reward there's too much risk trading him away then drafting a guy just like you said, there's no one there that's a surefire hit. I don't think that next guy isn't coming until maybe Caleb Williams, which is next year.
1: Mm-hmm. But also think about this. You're, you're if you if you keep fields and trade the pick You're also one season closer to having to make a decision on paying Justin Fields.
2: Right. Maybe that's sending a message of confidence to Fields saying, We're going to keep you. You want to get paid? Go show out.
1: I mean, I guess at the end of the day, the whole thing is this what are the packages you get back for these guys?
2: They'll entertain it. And, And
1: how close would somebody else, production wise, be to Fields for what? else you get yeah you know that's that's kind of the return on investment yeah
2: the, the analytics there yeah what is the, R- the money, ROI money
1: ball there because yeah. I, mean, I could see it going both ways you know Fields has shown he's one of the most dynamic runners at the quarterback spot we've ever seen mm-hmm. Vicky and Michael Vicky and Randall Cunningham you know with with the numbers that he put he up can,
2: he could whip it too he could throw it around he could throw it
1: you know but how how comfortable are they that he could be the guy Versus what they could get for him, or then, if they are comfortable, what can they get for that number one overall pick? Because there, you would think there might be even be there would be a little bit of a battle, or is it one of those years where you wish Caleb Williams was in the draft? Mm-hmm. That way you'd get it's a, a bidding war. Yeah. Whereas somebody somebody wants to jump up and get number one, but not a whole bunch of teams, so there's not really that you know back and forth. That's what fascinates me about this draft. Uh, as far as your question, I don't think there's any doubt that Bijan Robinson is going to be taken in the first round. I, yeah, at least yeah. at least right now. You see him around twenty. This one has him at twenty-two with Baltimore. I've seen the, the Dallas Cowboys at twenty-six.
2: Yeah, I've seen him in multiple mocks, and each one I see has him going higher and higher. Which I think tells me after the I'm I'm assuming he'll be a part of the combine definitely pro day down there in Austin. Will he impress enough? Will he climb any higher? Top twenty or above? But then you're, you're gonna ask yourself, well, who needs him? You know, are there guys? Are there teams out there that are gonna say, oh, he's he's grading higher? We, you know, it goes back to that can't miss kind of talk. Mm-hmm. Who takes him? That's my that's my big. You know, will he be taken and who?
1: Okay, so if you're looking, if if you're looking in, at him moving up from 22, Baltimore would seem to be a perfect fit. J.K. Dobbins looked about half speed mm-hmm. with the injuries they've had. Injuries, with Gus Edwards. I mean, they they just had guys. You know what I'm saying? They've had injuries. He would fit there. The Chargers are they taking him and getting rid of Eckler? Probably not. Seahawks, they just drafted Kenneth Walker last uh-huh. year. That seems to be a pretty good draft pick. Yeah tampa bay at least with brady was a we'll just play whoever and it'll work type team detroit has swift and uh what's his name guy that came uh, jamal williams pittsburgh already has Najee harris and and uh, Warren,
2: it, it, so it comes down the needs, it,
1: well, yeah, and it, well, it's getting up here to the point where we're clear to sixteen with Washington. Yeah, I don't seem to. Then high. it's then maybe it's getting pretty high, unless he really impresses in a pro day or at the at the combine. Then all of a sudden, you know, maybe somebody talks themselves into it, right? But I the the, the one thing when I did, you know, I said there's no way he won't get out of the first round. Here's the thing, though. As the further the more the the longer this process goes and you're seeing these mocks of having him in those twenty twenty two to twenty five six mm-hmm. when you get down to that bottom of the first round when you see how the draft has actually played out that night, you can also see him sliding out because somebody's board has somebody there that they didn't think was going to be there well, that, that happens might, all the time yeah that might need him
2: or kind of like in the you know in the movie. <laughs> we always I always refer to the movie Draft Day. What's wrong with them? What's what? Why don't you want them? Mm-hmm. Why don't you want them? I wonder how much that that actually happens. If somebody passes on a kid, and other teams like, wait, why are they pat? They needed him, and they passed on him. Right. Well, he must know something we don't. Well, I don't want him. You can see, yeah. Oh, I don't want uh, Brady Quinn.
1: Oh yeah, Brady Quinn. Good example. Rogers. Aaron yeah. Rodgers fell. Gino was one of those oh, guys that all fell. It happens. It happens all the time.
2: Yeah. Now, let's, ask, let's talk Dallas. Um, what do you think? Here in this mock, they, they're taking a guard. Osiris Torrance from Florida, which is a safe pick. But they have questions at wide receiver. Uh, mm-hmm. They need someone on the other side of C.D. Lamb. Of course, we've mentioned running back. Are they dumb enough to take a running back again in the first round? It's funny. Yes, because, the answer is be, yes. yes because it's funny because if Dallas does it, they're dumb. But if, say if, uh, let's say if Baltimore takes – robinson they're looking like geniuses right anywho so anyways back to the point what is what do you think dallas could do oh, should, I can see what them, they should do but what do you think they could i or could see do?
1: them taking i could absolutely see them jacking around and taking robinson and then getting themselves in the exact same problem they're in right now and what zeke. does
2: that tell you about zeke though does that say i think zeke's done they're ready to move on
1: i think zeke's done you no matter they- if they draft him or not so the question think, is Pollard.
2: Think that Pollard is he's a free agent. Do they make him an offer he can't refuse, and should they because of his health? Do we know? Is he going to be what he was after that injury?
1: I think Pollard is a candidate to get the franchise tag. Um, yeah. You know, there's always the the Odell Beckham hype out there as being a receiver here's the thing, it it depends on who you're going to get rid of because it it looks like to me that if you're going to pay Pollard and some of the other guys that you're going to have to pay, there's a guy out there that was pretty good for Dallas that's going to be gone, and that's Dalton Schultz. He, He looks to me like a guy that could be a cap casualty at the tight end spot. If that's the case, then do you draft, I mean, right down below here, that has Cincinnati taking Dalton Kincaid out of Utah. Every time I watched that dude play, he looked awesome. Right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, he really looked awesome. Yeah, so is man, he?
2: That would be huge for Burrow and Cincinnati. You know,
1: I don't think you're going to see um, uh, what's it, Meyer from from uh, the tight end from Notre Dame, Michael Meyer, big guy. I mean, he's good. Really, I don't think you're going to see him drop that far though. But maybe Kincaid is a guy that could. And so if you're looking at getting rid of of Schultz and not wanting to pay Schultz, this could be a cheap uh, way to replace that. Offensive line is going to have to be reshuffled at some point. We all know that. Um, Terrence Steele looked to be a little bit better than maybe we thought uh, out of Tech before he got hurt because it really felt like Dallas's offense in the run game especially, when he did get hurt for the, and was out for the rest of the season, felt like they were kind of coming into their own. Mm-hmm. Maybe that was schedule and teams they were playing, maybe not, but... It did seem like he was a good player. It also seemed like Tyler Smith was a good player.
0: Yeah, uh, he did. They drafted like, from Tulsa. I
1: like Tyler Smith. So you're like. starting to rework offensive line in that way. Uh, and and you've done it outside of Smith. You've done it with kind of second, third, fourth round picks. So can you find another guy a little bit later if you want Schultz – or if you want you know a, a replacement for Schultz? Dakota brings up – I mean, that's this is a pipe dream. But if you're thinking tied in – Brock Bowers is going to be a next the next draft, but are you? I mean, if Dallas, I guess they would have to be worse than you want them to be to be up high enough to be able to take that guy, right? You know what I'm saying? I Yo, mean, that, That's I think he's going to be way high on the on the draft yeah, that, board that in guy, a lot of places. That guy
2: looks like you. That's the theme today. He's a hit. Yeah, like, he's a sure hit. No doubt about Can't it. Can't miss on him. So, the, but but the tight end from Utah, you know, he. he you know, just seeing all this coverage.
1: Man, the first game against SC when he was healthy, they couldn't cover him. Right. With two or three, I mean, he was making athletic catches, not just wide open catches. And all you have to do is watch the Super Bowl. Exactly. That's where I was going. Yeah. He, he kind
2: Tied of. Tight ends are Kel- everywhere. Yeah. But it, everyone's looking for the next Kelsey, right? Kelsey
1: or or you know Andrews or uh, Kittle and yeah, even Dallas Goddard. Yeah. I mean, th- those those guys are becoming way more integral in offenses now than they than they were. And sometimes you're lucky; you ago. can get
2: them on the cheap when you can find them in the lower in lower rounds. Yeah, Perhaps and maybe it's happened before.
1: And maybe you don't have to take a first round a flyer on a first rounder, even though Kincaid looks pretty good. Yeah, uh, but, uh, but I, uh, I like
2: this mock though of, of just getting a guard for Dallas as a Dallas offensive man, line is what I, I, I'd be very comfortable with that.
1: Offensive line is a place, um, and you know, secondary help you can you can never have enough of that. Receiver is clearly a need. Outside of CD, and
2: that's where I was going to go. The you look at this mock draft, and in in twenty three, twenty four, and, and twenty five are all wide receivers. You know, well, what if one of those three guys? I'm talking Jordan Addison, uh, um, Jackson Smith. You got from Ohio State. What's his last name? Jackson N- N- Jigba. Thank you, and um, Zach Flowers from Boston College. I know nothing about because I don't watch a lot of. And you no, C- didn't even football. say his name
1: right, Zay. Oh. That's how much I knew about him too. I didn't have any idea. Yes. Sorry,
2: almost 40 I need glasses. <laughs> um But what if one of those guys drop? Yeah,
1: but that's another you know, one. Does
2: that fill a need or, you know, what's what I guess the question is for Dallas is what is what is the priority here? That's it. Is it is it offensive line rebuild uh, not so much a rebuild but plugging in what what's what needs to be plugged in? S- helping out CD Lamb, getting a wide receiver too, right? Mm-hmm. Or running back. that That's the I, – I don't necessarily know what those priorities are for Dallas. What is it for well, you? Well, in,
1: in a in – Skill position or – Defensive I mean, tackle would be a nice there's, spot too because an, there's the big, one spot on the defense that was rough was the, big run-plugging yeah, guys up front. The run defense was horrid. And then yeah. where can you get them? You know, because it, it, it seems like the two positions yeah. where at the end of the year you're going, man, that guy was drafted where? Right now in the league are running back and wide receiver. Mm-hmm. You can find those guys. And then how much do you like Jalen Tolbert, who wasn't able to get really much playing time this year, the, the second or third round, I can't remember which, last year. How much do you like him moving forward as far as, okay, it just took him a little bit to, to understand, and, and where you can get other guys. I I think you're going to see a big guy, meaning O-line, D-line, or tight end, mm-hmm. if they feel like Schultz is going to have to be a cash casual, a cap casualty. is where I feel like it's going. And as soon as everybody believes that, B. John Robinson will be sitting there, and Dallas will take him, and everybody will scream. Some for joy, some going, no! <laughs> uh, local flavor, Anton Harrison, you see
2: that? Yeah, he's um, start,
1: I, you're starting to see him in almost every yeah. single mock draft down toward the An end. Offensive tackle for from round.
2: OU. Um, be a nice landing spot for him, Philadelphia.
1: Yeah, it would. So Lane Johnson finally had surgery. What a tough dude that right, guy was. tough. Holy stuck, Moses.
0: Tough as nails.
1: We'll be back to wrap up a Garrison Financial Friday next.
0: Hello, my name is Scott Garrison. You may remember me as Scott the Barber or just as Ron and Carla's son. I've been involved in our community since opening Scott's Barbershop on the southeast corner of 3rd and Main in 1998. Now I'm back in the same building as Garrison Financial. I started investing in my 20s. I invested through the dot-com crash and the Great Recession. I started caring for other people's money in 2018, and I truly enjoy sitting down with my clients, understanding their wants and needs as well as what keeps them up at night. Whether my friends just want me to invest a little of their savings or want me to work with their tax and legal professionals to strive towards optimal efficiency, we can do it all. I believe communication is key to helping my clients reach their goals. For if we are faithful over a few things, we shall be given more. Contact me at scott at soonerwealth.com. Security is offered through registered representatives of Cambridge Investment Research, Inc., a broker, dealer, member, FINRA, and SIPC. Advisory services offered through Cambridge Investment Research Advisors, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Garrison Financial and Cambridge are not affiliated. This communication is strictly intended for individuals residing. In the states of Colorado, Nevada, Oklahoma, and Texas, no offers may be made or accepted from any resident outside the specific states referenced. Cambridge does not offer tax and legal advice.
2: The skinny on sports. You can't say on the air. Don't worry, nobody's listening anyway.
1: Welcome back, Skinny on Sports, ninety-eight point one FM. The sports animal. And speaking of getting old, did you see the?
2: Uh, I never do that. I accidentally sent a picture to the wrong group, and I sent a picture of my heart rate.
1: I did see that, Jared. I don't
2: know what's going on. I
1: I'm kind of like that a, checked out or something. I, I think that was Chip, wasn't it? That said, really, you were that your your heart rate never, was that high not, for that not game? Not really. It was never really seemed in doubt.
2: Here's the thing: it it because if for those who don't know, if you have an Apple Watch, it tells you everything like he'll tell me hey you're in a loud environment like if i'm in a loud gym or at a Mm -hmm. concert or something it'll will say it's really loud in here protect your ears or in this case if your heart rate goes up um it happened a couple times during football season i think it happened during the semifinal game that's been early yeah oh yeah uh, we were nervous we were excited i could barely taste the pizza because i was afraid it was going to come back up i was you (laughs) know i was really you know but uh uh I mean, if my heart rate's getting up for a first-round regional, <laughs> Saturday night I might need to do some yoga or some or some, some calming exercises before the game for me.
1: <laughs> I got you know, a you. lot
2: of people are like, whoa, what's going on with Jared? He's, is he okay?
1: I just saw this. T- I missed it on my phone. Uh, talking about you being 40, I got a text that 60 is more important than 40 because you get to move up and hit from the whites. <laughs> very true until 55 you can start getting the discount unless unless you're joe win, and then alex changes it five years every time you you get there
2: is that 55 you get the senior discount
1: i think that's right
2: yeah something else to look forward to
1: i believe that is right
2: no 40 i'm i'm uh i've been laying some heavy hints to my wife what i want to do and she's just kind of no
1: you're too old for that jared
2: i'm (laughs) too old for vegas come on oh weekend in vegas now?
1: I guess she will decide. Yeah. Uh, before we recap the schedule today, yes, the broadcast schedule, we've got to talk about yesterday out at Riviera and how cool it was with Tiger, Rory, and Justin Thomas.
2: Does Tiger handpick that it's his tournament? Does he go, I, he want the, I want these guys. He might have. These guys are with me. Speaking of picking your team, and I know this is not a team, but, mm-hmm. you know, uh, hey, you guys. Come on,
1: let's go. Those are two of his favorite guys for sure. Yeah. Two of the few. I mean, you know, I I find myself in a lot of ways wishing that Tiger would have been more like this version of Tiger when he was younger. But I also don't think if he would have been the way he he is wired, the accomplishments wouldn't be what they are. And what I mean by that is – now in his later years, I think he's got a more of an appreciation for actually being able to play with everything he's gone through uh, physically, obviously, with the wreck, and then his back and all the surgeries and all that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I also think that he's, he's you know, being a father has lightened him up a little bit, and, and I think he almost kind of sees himself as not maybe, you know, like JT's dad, but like like his uncle or something, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And even, you would have never saw that before. But he becomes so much more likable now than he was before, and I don't care what he says. I mean, I'm sure in his in his heart of hearts, he's thinking I'm I I can still win, and I'm not saying he can't because I'm not going to say that dude can't do anything. And he looked healthy. I mean, he was knocking it past Rory and JT about all day long. I mean, yeah. he You know, even Rory said, "I don't really appreciate. I don't really like it that he's hitting it by me." You know, at 47 or whatever, however old he is. Uh, but he, he's, immi- he's immensely more likable. And
2: allegedly Tiger's letting him know about it.
1: Oh, yeah. about yeah, the very first tee. He handed JT a uh, feminine product. They're in L.A., right? Yeah, in
2: L.A. Uh, he must have got that from LeBron's yeah. house. <laughs> yeah.
1: I wonder how long he had it in his golf bag waiting for that moment <laughs> to be able to pull that, pull that out until JT.
2: Did he go to the store and
1: buy a box? He must have. <laughs> I wonder if he kept on doing it throughout the L.U. Oh, here's one for you. Here's one for you. And every time he hit it by him. But, no, it was – and the, the 18th, it culminated with, you know, Thomas making a 30-footer from the fringe after Tiger and Rory had knocked it in there eight feet or so, and then Tiger making the putt, which everybody knew he was going to. It's just, you know, he, him and Jack, if there's any dudes that make those putts on number 18 greens in any – you know, whatever the situation, you know, winning a tournament or even like that – you knew he was pouring it in, and then Rory even told T- Thomas right after he made it and they were shaking hands, he's like, man, I had some pressure on that putt. I couldn't be the one, you know. That uh, was just a really cool finish with the birdie, birdie, birdie. So, uh, you know, he's he's not ceremonial because I think he's better than that. And especially if he can really kind of be healthy and get to practicing and, and playing some events. Listen, there's no the – lightning can strike again at an Augusta. It can. Oh, yeah. I'm telling you, it can. He still has game. A lot of it. It's just how healthy and how good can he feel to be consistent enough to play enough, to have enough game to to compete, and also day-to-day. I mean, today's going to be a hard day for him, you would think. I mean, just fourteen hours later, bam, they're back at it this morning. Right. Already out on the golf course. Right. So quick turnaround. Uh and, and just on the text line, I was gonna get to this as well. How cool is it to see Ricky Fowler playing good golf again? Man, he has been he has been on the struggle he, bus. He had a nice weekend like, in Phoenix. Yeah, and and, he's he's been up there in all in yeah. about every start so far. He shot three under yesterday as well. So it's good to see him I heard kind of he, figuring he, it out. He
2: kind of has changed his swing a little bit. Yes, I think that's what yes. I, I heard somewhere, maybe during the Phoenix Open. So and he's trying been, to he, yeah extend his career. He's been nice. on that
1: process of changing the swing, and a lot of times when that happens, you don't you don't devote as much time at the other parts of his game. He has always been a fantastic putter, mm-hmm. but I think you see in these these bad results over the last year or so, his putting has dropped way down. But now, as you get more comfortable with the changes you make swing wise, now you can devote that time back to the rest of your game, and I think maybe that's what we're seeing here is Ricky. Uh, getting back more comfortable on the greens the way he always has been, but man, it's it's a cool golf course and a cool spot, you know, a Hollywood aspect of it. And there's it's literally like, cool, yeah, It's cold out there. And there's stories on every hole about Humphrey yeah. Bogart sitting under this tree, yeah. Jack Nicholson doing, you know, uh, guys that you know and, and members that have been there in the past. So uh, Riviera it's, it's going to be a cool weekend, hopefully uh, with Tiger Woods in it because it always makes it that much more intriguing um, if uh, if he's there. So uh, really. Yeah. Really awesome history. All right, coming up today. Yeah. I'm going to start. I'm just going to go. I've got them all pulled up. I'm just going to buzz down the list. Uh, Paragon TV today. Eric is going to be up at Hammond. It's Regional Consolation Action in Class B. The Lady Bearcats will take on Duke at 6 o'clock. The Bearcats will play Hammond at 7.30. You can watch that one. ParagonTV.com. Leedy will be in Beaver for first round regional games that got snowed out yesterday, Leedy will take on Tyrone at six. On the girls' side, the boys will play Visai at seven thirty. Uh, let's see, I've already done the Eric, you did the Leedy class A girls. Don't have any of that, do we? Rapo and Canute both won. No, Hollis. Hollis plays today. They right. play it. They play tonight. Hollis and Turpin, six o'clock at Cheyenne Paragon TV, and then of course the boys will play Turpin as well. At 7.30. Both of those games, Paragon TV up in Cheyenne. And then you will be 3 o'clock? Yes. Over in Cheyenne against Texoma? That's right. And then the Arapahoe Butler Indians are also playing. They played this afternoon, don't they? Yep, 3 o'clock against Wellston. All of that on Paragon TV. And the district tournament starts at 2A and 4A. Merritt and Sayre out at Merritt, 6 o'clock for that one. And then I'll be up in Woodward for the Elk City-Woodward District. That'll be a 545 pregame with a 6 o'clock tip. Is that everybody today? you got it covered. Man, we have games tomorrow night as well. Just check the schedule, Paragon TV. We'll keep it updated as much as we can. we like to thank, of course, Scott Garrison of Garrison Financial Friday. Scott at SoonerWealth.com, 124 North Main here in Elk City. Anything else to wrap it up? I think we got a lot covered today got a lot covered a lot covered lots of high school hoops it's going to be that way for the next three weeks everybody have a great weekend we'll be back on monday this is the skinny on sports on the sports animal you've been listening to the skinny on sports podcast with Aaron cow be sure to hit that subscribe button to get alerts of when the latest podcast is available thanks for listening
2: that ball is blistered or-
0: Hello, my name is Scott Garrison. You may remember me as Scott the Barber or just as Ron and Carla's son. I've been involved in our community since opening Scott's Barbershop on the southeast corner of 3rd and Main in 1998. Now I'm back in the same building as Garrison Financial. I started investing in my 20s. I invested through the dot-com crash and the Great Recession. I started caring for other people's money in 2018 and I truly enjoy sitting down with my clients, understanding their wants and needs as well as what keeps them up at night. Whether my friends just want me to invest a little of their savings or want me to work with their tax and legal professionals to strive towards optimal efficiency, we can do it all. I believe communication is key to helping my clients reach their goals. For if we are faithful over a few things, we shall be given more. Contact me at scott at soonerwealth.com. Security is offered through registered representatives of Cambridge Investment Research, Inc., a broker-dealer, member FINRA, and SIPC. Advisory services offered through Cambridge Investment Research Advisors, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Garrison Financial and Cambridge are not affiliated. This communication is strictly intended for individuals residing in the states of Colorado, Nevada, Oklahoma, and Texas. No offers may be made or accepted from any resident outside the specific states referenced. Cambridge does not offer tax and legal advice.